Yeah. I thought you into my life. What? Look at my mind. Yeah. No better place all the time. Hey. How they align. You nervous must have my back. Up from the sky into my What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Ian K. I'm K. That's E. We're back. It's been a while, but what's up, guys? The World Series is over now. We're covering that. And unfortunately, the Red Sox won. I'm not a fan of it, but whatever. It happens. Boston, you get another one again. My question is, Emily, what was your role in that? What was it like? Who did you see? I know there were so many celebrities there. I I know that's such a me question since I know there was like baseball and we'll cover that. But who did you see that was really cool? Um, we can just skate over the baseball part right now because um, I'm sure our listeners don't care about it. I'm kidding, guys. You should care about it. Obviously, it seemed like Boston was the better team. Um, we had the longest World Series game in the history of baseball, it lasted seven out over seven hours. Um, Were you working that game? You, well, so here's what happened. It was cool because my grandfather was there and my family was there, you know, giving out um, an award to the best uh, hitters in the MLB and the NL and AL. And I also was severely embarrassed when that happened. Um, we could talk <laughs> about that too. But yeah, I was there for pregame for that. And right after I had to, this was on the Friday that was in LA, I had to right after leave and go to UCLA, um, who scheduled a football game that night. I worked for UCLA's football, uh, or UCLA Athletics, doing the same thing for the football team. So, had to leave as soon as pregame was over. Literally every single, Matt Damon, like every single celebrity was there. Um, most of all, um, so after my granddad gives out the award, they go up to the commissioner's box and they like hang out in there. So it's my grandparents and my dad. And um, I get a text while I'm at the Rose Bowl <laughs> for UCLA my dad texts me. He goes, Lady Gaga's up here. And I'm just like, I'm going to throw my phone across this freaking field. Can I just like specify really quickly? And I'm sure Emily will get into this. It wasn't even like Lady Gaga was like sitting next to them. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's like, oh, we're sitting near her. Like Lady Gaga was up talking with her family, talking with her dad, taking like talking with the grandparents, taking videos and stuff like that. And like just interacting, chilling. And I am so jealous. But I know Emily's even more jealous because she missed it. Yeah, no, I did. And like in the midst of them taking and them meeting Lady Gaga, my dad sends a video and it's of Lady Gaga like taking a picture with my grandparents and Joe Torre. And in the background, you can hear my dad saying, Emily's going to miss this. And I'm just like, okay, why did we say this? And then I was like, I asked my grandparents and I'm like, what did you say to her? And they were like, well, I really just said my grandfather, my granddaughter would get a kick out of this. And I'm like, everyone's talking about me being there, but I'm not there. So this sucks. Um, yeah, so Lady Gaga was there, and that was cool um, to not be there She's when it happened. Oscar winner, Lady Gaga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I did see J-Lo, um, and she semi-acknowledged me. I was across the room. I was in the Fox trailers with my lovely friend, uh, Kevin Burkhart, um, and he does the broadcast with A-Rod and David Ortiz and Frank Thomas post and pre World Series games, and so obviously J-Lo and A-Rod are dating, um, and J-Lo walks into the room and I was like, this is my first time ever seeing her like really close. And I was like, oh, that's cool. J-Lo, cool. She was like wearing a little Lululemon outfit and like her workout gear. She was just very casual, but she still looked really good as you would expect. And I was eating a lobster pizza as she walks in and she's like, and she, this is at this point, this is Sunday, uh, game five and the Red Sox were sorely beating the Dodgers. And um, she came in and she's like, I still think 
they have a chance. JLo's saying this. She's like, I still think they have a chance. She looks like right at or to, like Big Poppy is like, they still have a chance because Big Poppy played for the Red Sox. And I was like, yes, if JLo said we have a chance, then we have a chance. Obviously, we didn't. But after she says that, she's like, I'm hungry or whatever. And she looks at me and she goes, is there pizza? And I look at her and I'm like, yeah. And she's like, ooh, I want some. And I'm like, I was acknowledged by JLo. Okay. I'm like, you can have some of mine. She'd be like, my friends call me Emmy. That's your daughter's name. Is that her daughter's name? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I should be like, my name is Emmy. You and I, your daughter, we should be friends, and I can't speak. Um, So, yeah. That was cool. It was cool seeing J-Lo. And it was just, honestly, it was cool being at the World Series and kind of experiencing that. Um, It was really cool. I mean, even though I was really there for one game and didn't get a chance to like really experience it um but like you know it was just cool being there um the vibe was different Red Sox you got to tip your hat to them they were a very good team and I will say this Red Sox fans as much as we want to like knock them for being obnoxious they are passionate and they travel well because after they won and during that fifth game they were they you could hear their chants as much as you would hear a Dodger fan's chance. I was like, where are these Red Sox fans coming through? Red Sox and like, are the, like, Michigan. They're, like, the, they're, the Red, they're the Michigans <laughs> of the professional sports world because it just, I was like, they were cheering for their starting pitcher. They would cheer whenever they did something well. And at the end, you could hear throughout the stadium, Yankees suck. And I, honestly, if he, that, it may just be like, oh, yeah, Boston Yankees thing. It was kind of a degrading chant to hear because that means that they're cheering – as they're playing the Dodgers, they're cheering Yankees suck, which basically means we don't have, like, what we're doing right now is nothing to us. Like, we're going to cheer for the, uh, you know, Yankees suck. We're not going to say Dodgers suck. We're going to say Yankees suck because the Dodgers are nothing to us. So it was like a, wow. That's like Georgia Tech because whenever they, like, whenever their band plays their, like, chant or whatever, their song is purely about Georgia. So it's like, mm. it's up with the gold and black, down with the red and black. No matter what team they're playing. It's yeah, it's kind of just like, yeah, you're check. nothing to us. Yeah, it's kind of like, like, like yeah. this is happening, but, like, I just want the other team to know that we still hate them. Exactly. But, it's um, kind of like a, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. But, like, after they won, though, I will say on the right side of the field, when they won, they had to, the worst thing, the worst thing, and I didn't realize it because the Dodgers had to go through it last year for the Astros when the Astros won, is the worst thing is seeing another team celebrate on your field. And... W- my like my coworkers in Dodger Vision had to produce the Red Sox championship like uh, ceremony. So them receiving the trophies was up on our boards. We had to put up on our boards. Congratulations to the Boston Red Sox for winning the World Series 2018 on our boards in our stadium. They were celebrating. We had to produce all of that. And then on the right side of the stadium, it was like all Boston fans. And I'm sitting there like. Where the heck did you guys come from? Because all I saw was like blue, and then there's just like a whole right side of the stadium is full. Like they are, they were present. I'll give them that. They were present and they traveled so well. They Respect traveled so the well. Stadium. That's yeah. That's, that's they totally took it over, man. It was like, it was it was impressive. Um, okay, so. I have questions. Okay. Like I always do. Why were you said they were the better team? What was it that made them the better team? Why did they get a sweep? And like. Was there, did you feel like there was a chance to bounce back by the last game or was there kind of a, I guess you're always going to say, yeah, you can feel like there's just a chance to bounce back, but what, what gave them such a powerful, like, 
I don't know. What, one, why did they have so many games over you? Well, one, uh, Boston, one, Boston for one had home field advantage. And playing in Boston is really hard, especially for a team like the Dodgers, who are in warm weather majority of the oh, year. Yeah. So you go to Boston and play in 40-degree weather. And I'll be honest, after living in L.A. for a couple of months, today it was 70 degrees. I walked outside. I was like, holy crap, it's cold. Let me go get a jacket. So I can't imagine you. what... I'm going to fight you. When you come back to Atlanta, you're going to die. I'm serious. Today, I was like, crap, it's cold. But so I can't imagine going from playing in the majority 80-degree weather to playing in 40-degree weather and to playing a team that's used to playing in that. And, you know, it's a different thing. Um, so that playing in that two games and just playing in such an environment that Boston is, which is, this, like I said, these fans, they're intense, and they're like – apparently their stadium is – their stadium is very intimate and close, and it's like an older stadium. You just feel like there's a lot of history, and their fans are right up on you, and they talk a lot of smack. So it's kind of like an intimidating thing, but that's no excuse. Uh, Boston was just a better team because they had 108 wins this entire year, and everyone knew that that was the best team in baseball, hands down. They had one of their, their players won my granddad's award, J.D. Martinez. Um, they had, uh, you know, everyone said they had questionable pitching, um, compared to ours, we were like pretty evenly matched, I think, on the pitching. But um, everyone said that you know Boston just had better hitting too. Um, our hitting, honestly, honestly, everyone said it. It was like it was a miracle we made it to the World Series. Our team was so up and down throughout this entire year, and like I said before, it was. I think when you ask the question of did it feel like on that game five if we had a chance. I would say coming into the series, it was like, crap. Um, what are we, like, this is going to be hard. This is going to be hard to do because of how good this team is. Um, especially getting to a game, getting to game three and having that game go 18 innings, but us winning, that felt like it turned the series around. It felt like uh, 18 innings, you really just played two games. You just played two games and you won. And when Boston gets back to their hotel that night, it's going to be 6 a.m. East Coast time. That game ended 3.30 a.m. Eastern time. So they're getting back to their hotel probably 6 a.m. East Coast time. You're like, okay, we have the advantage because we have the time zone on our side. We just played this long game. They just used up a lot of their pitchers, and we won. And that's just mindset-wise, it's debilitating. No, apparently that didn't happen. What happened was game four, we were up four runs, 4-0. Four Somehow, our bullpen allowed Boston to come back from 4-0 and beat us 9-4. That was the moment, and I wasn't at that game, but everyone they said in the stadium left feeling like they were, uh, like that was going from playing this 18-inning game to having that happen. That was when everyone's hearts were broken. So leaving the stadium after Sunday's game when we actually lost the championship series it didn't feel like everyone was emotionally sad. It was more of like a, well, we felt our heartbreak yesterday. So it doesn't hurt as much, if that makes sense. Um, people were talking and like not smiling and like having a good time, but people weren't sad, it seemed like, you know? No, I get that. I Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. I mean, like, I feel like what you're saying is like, the loss where you had, like, the lead and then they just came back, that's the most, like, that's probably the more spirit-breaking one than, like, when it's just, like, a good fight and then they just win and you're like, okay, well, 
it's okay. Yeah. But, um, like I said, you don't get everything you want. There's always next year. And we certainly did not get everything we wanted with Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande's breakup. I don't understand what happened. And I'm quite frankly, I was living in a fairy tale land because I was like, wow, this is just a couple that's just so random. And it just, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. Doesn't, I don't, I don't, I don't I, I'm holding out hope, but like, that was a big old ring that she had on her finger and they got tattoos. I, I, like, was this just, was this young love or was it like, just like what was this dude this was like i was so cynical for so long i feel like i might have even said it like when we talked about it on the last podcast and we've talked about ariana grande a lot i know but like we God, literally should call did... ourselves arianators because literally we love we... her so much <laughs> how did this happen i didn't start off as that big of a fan and now i am <laughs> seriously but like, but like honestly i did not when they said they were engaged i was like this is dumb everyone's doing this it's not gonna work whatever and then, like, I – and literally the day I found out that they broke up was the day that I, like, would listen to Pete Davidson on repeat. And no. Like, oh, yeah. You told me that. <laughs> yes. I was, like, brushing my teeth listening to Pete Davidson. I was like, wow, I really dig this. Yo, I literally – there was two days – I think it was maybe the day before, the two days before. I was like, oh, right. She does have a song called Pete Davidson. Let me go listen to it. I was like, oh, this is cool, too. It was literally, like, it wasn't the day of, but it was definitely, like, two days before. And I was like – yeah, this is my shit. I like the song. And now, yeah, now it's no one. What, what happened? Kara, help me, please. Dude, I talked to Ariana. She doesn't want to talk. I, um, apparently, like, I, I don't know. People were just kind of saying that, like, Mac Miller's death made it very real. And, she, like, she's gone through, like, a lot of trauma. So, like, maybe she it's just, sure like, has. that, like, is, like, that made it, they said that they had to slow it down. And I imagine that, like, that would be something that, like, at first you're like, I'm fine. And then, like, later on, just everything moving you're like i need to take this slow because it went by it went so quickly it was so fast and i think like if you i think you can ride that and i have like i said i have no idea but i think you can ride like that like happy randomness but like if you're met with something like so extreme and you've already gone through so many like extremities um you just it's that's when things you have to really evaluate your life and you can't just kind of like ignore it you know yeah maybe that's what it was she probably was like it's just been, like, one end or the other, like, super, like, yeah. Poor thing. I feel bad. That's, I, like, she, she, I could never, like, I look at her and I'm like, this girl is too pretty, too confident, too talented, and just has a whole vibe. And I'm like, I could never see her having problems. Like, and it's, like, interesting because she, I'm sure she does. Like, um, like that song. Does. What? Hmm? That, well, one of the songs off her album, it's called um, Get Well Soon. And it was a song she said she wrote for herself. And she was, like, saying, like, get well because you're not. Um, and I was like, you know, true. Like, everyone, I think everyone kind of forgets that that whole thing at her concert happened. And, yeah. Like, I feel like that was the one, like, yeah. I feel like that was, yeah. I feel like That's that the was. whole thing. The only, like, access you ever see when it comes to celebrities, when it comes to, like, anyone... Is literally whatever they show you. So, like, on social media. And, like, I feel like I said this a jillion times. But, like, it's always polished because that's what you do on social media. You show, like, the best. And you show, like, what it's always, like, you show the polished life or whatever. And people see that and take that as, like, your day-to-day. But, like, literally no one knows what's happening on their day-to-day. Like, even think of, like, like remember when Kim Kardashian got kidnapped? Yeah. And, like, down? Like, you know what I mean? That's, like, traumatizing. But, like, everything that you see. And, like, yeah, she's talked about it. But everything you see after that is kind of, like still her brand because that like you have to keep promoting your brand 
but it doesn't mean that we ever know what's going on in their lives really or like what they feel or what's happening or how they like handle the situation it's only whatever they show you low-key when i think of people i don't like when i think of literally i did literally so rihanna kim and ariana have all gone through like very public very traumatic like downfalls and when i think of like the three people who are very like i don't know when i think of like people who are very themselves i'm I always think of them and it's and i like i'm always just we were talking about this the other day i'm always just amazed how how well and how like much of not a facade but like maybe it isn't a facade because they've dealt with that kind of stuff so publicly that like they have to they literally are bulletproof like they can't like anything you say to them it's gonna be like okay well i've dealt with worse much worse so yeah i like them i like all three of them they all they're different but they all have their own empowering vibes that i dig unapologetically themselves unapologetically themselves and i think Kyra has been being unapologetically herself with a certain someone that's as of uh, late okay guys so (laughs) (laughs) that was just like cringe worthy oh my god go ahead speak guys get ready because uh (laughs) okay (laughs) i'm not gonna let you lead into it Um, okay like we said like we said earlier, it is the like <coughs> year. It's been a year since we started the podcast, and the whole context is sports meets girl talk, and so we're supposed to talk about what's real or like what's going on, and like it's usually easy, you know, whatever. Like I did my rants. This is not so much because like oh. it's weird. It's so weird. Oh. why is it weird? Why is it weird? I, okay, so it's kind of t- started talking to a person. Who listens to this? Oh, no. <laughs> Hi. Uh, this hi. Is just, I'm just gonna say this in like I'm gonna say this in this context. I literally like because I don't know what to blah blah. blah. <laughs> um, it's a weird thing having a podcast and talking about stuff, and like it wasn't weird now, but now like it wasn't weird previously, but it's weird. It's weird to like talk about what's going on in your. It's existence. real. It doesn't get real till it's real, Kyra. Yeah, I know. It was. I was such. I was such a hothead earlier, just going off on my rants about other people. Then it's like, oh, wow, people actually listen to this. I um, know a person that listens to this. Well, so wait. So, so, so Kyra. Um. What are you gonna ask? Um, <laughs> Sorry. I love how you, like, try to make a little tangent out of, like, ah, it's weird to have a podcast. Um, okay, I'm going to just, okay, I'll do it in this context. Okay, here's, I'm figuring it out, okay. This is your way of also professing your feelings, okay? Not even. God, Emily, don't make it like that. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you're literally, like, experiencing me cringe. Here's the context that I will talk about in this. Um, you know... Emily and I didn't really talk to people for, like, a while. No, we're <laughs> like, not doing this. We're not. Yeah, Were they, I, if they listen Emily, to the podcast, they know, they know the I deal. Get it. I'm literally getting to it. God damn it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Emily and I didn't talk, talk to people for a while. And now I am. And, like, kind of. And it's good. And it's weird that I'm saying it. And they probably are hearing it. And this is so strange. How do you feel but about yeah. this person? I, I, they're cool. <laughs> Wow, I'm sure if this person is listening, they're going to be like, wow, all she can say is uncool. That's No, like, it goes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Go ahead. <laughs> cool stuff, guys. Cool peeps. Um, yeah, so chilled with someone, hung out with them. They're pretty cool people. Um, yeah, um, different than other I don't even wow. know. Wow. <laughs> How are they different? This is, I like, I, this is so cringe. Um, <laughs> I just want to say that when Kyra told me this, I felt betrayed because she didn't give me any sort of like heads up. Hey, this is about to happen. And I, she told me one day, I was like, wait, what's what? about to like, oh my God. I thought, um, I thought we were on the same page. We weren't Oh, talking. we were on our like not talking. Okay. Yeah. This and then she like, about- just totally like breaks out. I'm like, broski, what? You okay, didn't tell me. Okay, that makes better in terms of this whole situation. So yeah, Emily and I were on our not no. talking to people. No. Because, y- yes, I, this is good. Don't worry, I'll get there. Um, because, like, honestly, dealt with some just idiots in life who, like, uh, just dumb people in our lives that just turned that button all the way off. Mm. And you, you can probably tell by, like, our conversations from the beginning of the podcast where we're like, oh my god, talking to this person. Bumble. So, like, later on, me like, I, like guys they're not anything like let's focus on getting this coin and being ourselves and so um that started changing for me I guess like a few months ago where I was like okay maybe I should go on dates and see if I want to like do this and so like I would dip my toe into the pool I'd be like do I like, want to like meet up with this person and then it would go terribly wrong and be like okay let's recoil back into my cave and never submerge again (laughs) never emerge emerge never emerge my bad never emerge thank you um and so yeah like dealt with some crazy people and that was fun and i was just like well no maybe i'm just gonna die like just never interact with a male person again maybe i will just be a singular cell in this world we call earth i don't know what i'm saying and then and then i yeah so then i tried again to hang out with someone and they were cool and it's cool ish and like yeah i don't know maybe more will come with that i just don't know how to phrase it it's very weird (laughs) this is weird so why is this person different like what it's see from how you speak about this person oh my god (laughs) (laughs) damn it (laughs) No, it just seems. No, 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 no. No. Are we running out of time? (laughs) (laughs) It just seems that you know he's very, or uh, you just seem very casual about it. Whereas usually you're not, not that you're not casual, but like you're very like, not. It just seems very like, oh yeah, that's happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, yeah. So that's all I have to say. Um, Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make it different than it needs to be. It's just gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> record scratch on that one. Are you kidding me? This is <laughs> unreal. I love it. Wow. Now you, you're like, how do I navigate the world? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Well, we'll we'll get out of this awkward subject for Kyra. Uh, just know that yes. Kyra's talking to someone, and yeah. Um, but I want to just more have... than I could chew with this podcast thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did. You got real. Um, but. I want to talk about um, my tailgate, tailgate invitee. Tailgate. Tailgate invitee. Well, I uh, haven't given this much thought, but um, I think I would like to invite 
a new member. Um, we're going to start off with another group. Um, it's called. Are you goddamn? Are you, no. <laughs> they have 18 no. members. <laughs> Emily, 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 I'm not even kidding. I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was totally a oh joke. It was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. It was it's a like joke. that's over a year. I, not over a year. That's no. about a year. It's about a year. That's, like God. <laughs> 18 members. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I would hate myself too. Um, I want to invite Jimmy Fallon. I mean, oh, who? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. I want to invite Jimmy Kimmel. Good one. Yeah. 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 Why? Explain why. Kim's. 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 Um, because he's my favorite late night TV show host. Even though I don't really watch late night TV. Um, he's just you know. He doesn't try too hard. Um, he's pretty transparent, it seems like. Pretty cool. Um, and, you know, he makes me feel like I can be on that stage one day, too. Even though I'm not funny. But, like, he just because he's, you like, are, a regular you guy. Humor. You are, I think you are funny. Um, but, yeah, no, he is. he's a cool dude. He'd be really cool. Like, he would, like... I know, like, the tailgate is based off of the cookout, but I feel like he'd be invited to the cookout still. You know what I mean? The uh-huh. cookout and the tailgate. Because he can hang with anyone, and he's just really, like, he doesn't feel like he's trying too hard, like some host. Um, <laughs> like, one host to me. But he doesn't feel like he's trying too hard. It just feels like he's just very, like, himself, but, like, really funny and really dry humor. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, yeah, no, that's a good one. Yeah, he, like, um... You know I gotta bring him up. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I won't do that. Actually, BTS. I will. Wait, no, I will. I want to say something. I knew about BTS before Emily did. <laughs> oh, do you feel better about yourself? Shut yes, up. I do. I do. It was probably and around this time of the year you knew about them, right? Yeah, and the reason I knew about BTS was because um, they were on Kimmel. Kimmel, yeah. And he had like I remember I was like I was so confused why they had so many people lined up for them and he's like there's a really huge band and like he showed like all these people waiting and crying and freaking out i was like who the hell are these guys (laughs) what (laughs) k-pop i'm so confused and like he like had their mom he took them yeah daughters waiting in line i would have fought my mother if she did that shit to me (laughs) and they like facetimed them and they were screaming i was like who the heck are bts who knew i would get like a lesson on them later on (laughs) who knew no let me tell you uh i I knew i just want to make it clear like yes i'm new to bts i knew what k-pop was back in 2012 i knew what shiny was that was my first i had a friend that i went to camp with and she was like k-pop listen and i was like okay this is weird but yeah so i knew what k-pop was i just didn't know i thought bts when i saw them i was like what the is this sorry i'm gonna bleep that out <laughs> just like very what confused just like you i was very like who the heck is the what and i was also pretty mad because i told kyra i was like kyra dude you have to listen she was like emily you're late and i was like well okay this sucks um because i thought i found ever. a new group and no one else knew about them <laughs> i mean like when i discovered them i think like i feel like that's how a lot of people felt about them though because like they had such a huge fan base but i feel like and they were probably really vocal about it, but they weren't vocal on, like, major television networks until, like, recently, where everyone's like, no, we are obsessed with these people. And, like, I just, like, our, like, major, like, American television, where, yeah. like, everyone just started, it just blew up in America, like, in, like, like award shows. Everyone started talking about them, even though they had, like, a huge-ass following. Yeah. And so, like, when you found out about it, you're like, how, I'm so confused. This is, like, How did I not know huge. about this? Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that was, that's a good invite. Um, Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel's awesome. Like, if, 
fun fact, you should, like, look at Jimmy Kimmel's interview with uh, James Corden, where they do spill your guts or fill your guts, and, like, he's just, he's just a cool dude. <laughs> I would, saw like, it, I saw it. Yeah, he would just eat the stuff before he like, even, like, asked him the question, and he'd just be so cool about it. Ew, those spill your guts, fill your guts things are funny. Oh, speaking of Corden, I saw Corden when BTS performed at Corden. It just it all comes full circle, right? <laughs> okay. It all wraps up to BTS. That's yes, so there's my one-time episode mentioned. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's the end of our episode. That's episode 24. Yeah. That's our Kobe episode. Thanks for listening. Um, and Thanks sure for to- joining us on this podcast, which our parent- grandparents described as very millennial. <laughs> Do they listen? Yeah, they listened, and oh. their comment was, it's very millennial. No, they didn't listen. Are you serious? Oh, crap. Which one did they listen to? I think the point five episode, which wasn't too Ah, oh, That was the worst one. <laughs> like, it wasn't even just grandparents. It was, like, all of them. Um, anyway. Um, oh, wait, Kyra. That was the one where we were, like, saying, like, hanging out. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. I'll ask which ones. I think they like, probably didn't listen to all of it, but yeah. Like, okay, anyway. Anyway, yes, I They listened to it and said it was good, but very millennial. So thanks for joining us on this. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's E. This is the ball out, and we'll see you guys later. Subscribe and like and follow. Thanks. Bye. Oh, all that. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you admit it? Are you it? Yeah. You're Chatting, interacting, straight macking with all these other people. I'm sorry, especially around two or three or four.